I was born uh, many years ago in the last century. I had two parents. Uh, my parents were raised by their parents in their local Christian churches out in the country somewhere in Indiana. But as time went on, um, it became more and more difficult for that family to go to church, and my parents drifted away. I got to college and became part of a Presbyterian church on the university campus, which um, extremely liberal for a Presbyterian church. At that time, it had a, a gay ministry, which was very unusual in that community. I'm going to fast forward, then I met the um, lady who was going to become my wife later, and um, Kate took me to services at her parents' church, which was Countryside in Palatine. And a lot of things that um, the minister there said resonated. One of them being that when bad things happened, usually he took the consequences, not Jesus. And personal responsibility. Fast forward a few, later, a few years later, we got married. We moved, to, we moved to Waukegan about 26 years ago and started attending here. Um, it's, things here just seem to make sense. Even though we, we've had different ministers, we've gone different directions. Um, the idea that we are each responsible for our own spiritual paths, our own spiritual lives, just seems to make sense with me. The, the idea of faith without question doesn't work for me. I, we had a big bang. I can, I can accept a big bang out of nothing if something happened, but when someone says, well, somebody said something and then it happened, that's a pretty powerful someone. I'm not sure that person's really there. Or are they? There's too many questions. But um, that's where I am, that's where I came from, and that's where we are today. Thank you. Hi, my name is Joy Lutubnik. Um So I'm 40, almost, and I grew up um, in a very secular household. There was no talks about going to church or anything like that, and um, I heard other kids talking about it. So whenever I got the opportunity, I was like, yes, I want to go to church with you. Um, so I had a round with you know, the church bus that comes and picks up kids. Um, that was no good. Um, the, the adults at that, that church were not very attentive to the children that they were actually picking up. Um, in eighth grade, I met my best friend, Erica, and she introduced me to Christianity. Um, and so I was a born-again Christian, I guess, for, I'll say, probably about three or four years. Um, but then, of course, during this stage, I'm in high school. And I think part of the reason why I still kept going even though I didn't quite agree with everything that I was being told because um, I didn't believe, you know, just because you did one bad thing that you would, you know, be banished to, you know, this eternal pit fire. Or just because, you know, you may have lived your, this horrible, horrible life and just right at the end you accept Jesus and that gets you into heaven? That all just didn't seem right to me. 
Um, so I just kind of stayed away for most of my young adult life. And when I moved here in 2013, um, I was taking my, my girls over to the beach and we passed by and I pointed at the church sign and I said, oh, it's the gay church. <laughs> and the reason why I called it the gay church is because I had gone to Chicago Prides and Unitarian Universalists were the only churches that I had ever seen at Pride. And um, just prior to that, one of my good friends started attending the Palatine Church and she was like, Joy, you gotta go, these are your people. I didn't believe her. But then I came here and I fell in love with the message as soon as I came in. And I stayed, I think we started in like either late September, early October, and went through New Year's. And then I took a hiatus because winter's cold. <laughs> and I came back in, in, in May of 2014 and found out, unfortunately, about um, Reverend Georgette's passing. And I don't, I haven't missed many Sundays since that day. Um, the way this, this church came together um, after she passed was amazing. Not only that, but you guys are absolutely amazing and I've said it before and I'm gonna keep saying it, y'all are my tribe. <laughs> One of the, um, I had this, this thing in my head that, you know, 30, how old was I? 35, I needed to have my, I needed to have my life straight, you know? Like, I should, I should love my job, I should be making good money, I should be able to pay all my own bills. Miss Patty, thank you for your, oh, oh no honey, oh no honey. <laughs> and Dawn was there, and Carolyn was there, Reverend Lily was there, Heidi was there, and these women just surrounded me with love and told me it's okay that I'm not okay. And that's normal. You know, I, I come here because we all do believe in the same things. We believe in justice. We believe in doing the right thing. We believe in living, you know, and, and going down the right path and standing up for those who don't have their voice or aren't hearing their, aren't, people aren't hearing their voice. But I really do stay because we love each other. And we do love each other unconditionally. And I thank you for loving me and I love you as hard as I can. Now I would like to introduce me. <laughs> My name is Patty Fitchett. I realized this morning that uh, this summer it's been uh, 25 years since I started attending this church. 
with a six-year-old and an 18-month-old. And when I walk into this building and I see the people gathered here, I am reminded of the worst times of my life. We had a child in Children's Hospital. I remember bringing him up the handicapped ramp in a wheelchair. When I come in here, I remember the worst times when I got divorced, when I went back to school, when I had career changes and upsets. I'm reminded of the disagreements I had with people here. I'm reminded of the ways I felt unappreciated or unacknowledged. I'm reminded of the times we mourned, many, many times. And it's not that I come to this church so that those things don't happen to me. It's that I come to this church to remind myself who I am in the face of those things. We have a reading in our hymnal where the, uh, the response is, we forgive ourselves and each other, we begin again in love. And so for all of the times that I haven't brought my best self and yet met your best selves, for the times when I could have stepped up and didn't, but one of you stepped up, and for the times I know that I can stand here and share the good, the bad, and the ugly, and still be held in a community of trust and love. That's why I come to Bradford. Thank you. Presenters and thank you, Alex. You never know quite what's going to come out when you ask members to uh, to speak extemporaneously about their involvement. So, uh, so thank you. Okay. So I want to start with a story. Um, once upon a time, probably about 30 years ago now. The then president of our Unitarian Universalist Association went with a delegation of interfaith clergy to greet Pope John Paul II when he arrived in the United States. And Reverend Dr. John Behrens, as the story is told, waited patiently in the receiving line to greet John Paul, and when he did, grasped the old man's hand, said hello, and introduced himself and his title. <clears throat> and John Paul smiled quizzically at him and responded in his thick Polish accent, Unitarian Universalist? So you just took all of the heresies and put them together in one religion. <laughs> Reverend Behrens replied, yes, we did, Your Holiness, and welcome. Now, I love this story because it speaks to the depths about what our faith really is. We did come 
from heretics. Heretics means those who choose. Those who questioned the infallibility of Christian doctrine. Those who questioned the rigidity of church teachings when new information about evolution, about our environment, about ourselves came to be known. We question why a great mind like Galileo was unable to reconcile his accurate assessment of the solar system and its series of planetary orbits with the faith tradition he loved and feared harming. We questioned, like Olympia Brown did, why women were not allowed ministerial authority when two of the three people who stayed with Jesus as he hanged, dying on the cross, were women. We questioned, like Servetus did, what was so important about the Trinity if it makes us lose sight of the one and unifying power of love to bring us together and to care for one another. And we question, like John Murray and Hosea Ballou, how if God is loving, how might any of us burn in eternity for sins we committed in this finite lifetime? Yes, the Unitarians have claimed for nearly two millennia that God is one, love is one. The Universalists, for nearly as long, have found not fear, but hope and courage in their faith that the universe that holds us is inherently loving, inherently forgiving. So again, welcome and thanks to everyone who brought friends this morning. And as we've heard, it really is all about friendship, right? There's an old saying about communities such as this, and it goes something like, there are no strangers here, only friends you haven't yet met. Or the oft-quoted slogan from a recent Unitarian Universalist bumper sticker, we are all family, and we all have value. Now, I feel that about our faith. One of the reasons I'm here today is because of the relationships I've built throughout my life with fellow religious seekers and those who find comfort in our unique brand of spiritual uncertainty. As someone out of high school for over 20 years now, I find I am more connected, I keep in closer contact and in more regular relationship with the friends I found through my church in those years than those with whom I graduated from school. This faith and the people who make it up have always been and will always be my spiritual family. I found my partner and wife through this faith. I found my calling and I found the dozens of friends here at Bradford. And I can say with certainty that my life is all the richer for it. But friendship in and of itself is not enough. It's not enough to form a religion. So the question remains, if it isn't a rigid theology or set of dogmatic values that brings us together, if it isn't simply friendship, what is it? 
Well, remember how Reverend Behrens ended his audience with the Pope. He acknowledged who he was, who we were, explicitly accepting and claiming the heretical labels his holiness gave to him, and returns the veiled insult with the word welcome. In this brief 15-second exchange, Reverend Behrens demonstrated perfectly our faith. Our identity as free thinkers despite institutional pressures to do otherwise, and our desire to accept all people as members of our fellow human family. Now, two of the great tenets of our faith that date back centuries are the ideas of tolerance and dialogue. Tolerance that others might have a different legitimate interpretation of the truth and dialogue so that we might communicate and learn from one another's unique perspectives. These two principles of tolerance and dialogue have become as much a theological statement for us as we might ever have. That it is only through relationship with one another that any of us might form a relationship with the spirit of the divine that only through community might we commune with that which we are called to do and be. However, many of our congregations have been criticized for having members that are too alike, too homogeneous, to truly enter into effective dialogue or practice the tolerance of other ideas. I have found that that's not exactly true here, at least at this church. What speaks so strongly about this congregation in particular is the diversity of opinion, the diversity of belief, the diversity of background, our true celebration of diversity. So for the benefit of our guests and for all of us here, I guess, I'm going to ask everyone to respond to a series of, of statements. If you agree with the statement, raise your hand. If you do not agree, don't raise your hand. And if any of these make you uncomfortable, don't participate. But here's the first statement. I believe in Jesus of Nazareth as the Christian Messiah as foretold in the Hebrew Scriptures and confirmed in the New Testament. Uh, wait, when you say I believe, is this because... Just, because yes, yes or no, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in God. I believe our sins in this lifetime will be punished in the next lifetime. I believe the government should not provide universal health care. I believe that the ICE facilities here and around our country should be shut down. I believe no one should have access to deadly firearms. I believe that labor unions are good for our economy and our society. All right, thank you. Now, I think there wasn't a single one of these that everyone raised their hand. So hopefully you can see that we're not a church united by our agreement on all things. We come from a number of religious backgrounds. We come from different 
political persuasions. Here we have civil servants and artists and scientists, academics, some doctors, I think a lawyer or two. We are both privileged and poor, university educated and educated on the fields and factories of Kenosha County. We are Democrats and even a few Republicans, socially liberal and fiscally conservative in the same sanctuary. These are the diversities we celebrate, the diversities that allow us to ever practice those important tenets, tolerance, and dialogue. But let me ask our members and all of us here to respond to a final statement. Please again, raise your hand if you agree. I believe in the transcendent power of love that calls us to be our greatest selves. Fantastic. Thank you. As Hosea Ballou once said, if we can agree in love, then disagreements can do us no harm. Therefore, let us practice tolerance. Let us build and rebuild relationships with one another and the world. And let us explore and appreciate all the members of our human family. And let us enter into dialogue about what is the right thing to do. Because in this church, in this faith, we believe that simply exploring what is the right thing to do in and of itself is always the right thing to do. So as we prepare to leave this sacred space, let us be mindful to ever explore in community together. And maybe, just maybe, we will know the truth, not of how we came to be, but rather where we must go. Thank you. May it be so. Blessed be. And amen.